When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. bottom down there and now we're going sideways and this actually brings up a very good conversation so take a look at this on the four hour right and do you guys remember the double bottom i took with the double bottom right here before it started going sideways right so we we're talking about this again. i was talking about this with cody yesterday and 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 the trader asked if i was stopped out and i said yeah you know we did hit target ones but the second half um got stopped out and I'm mad, I'm upset. I was, I was joking. He's like, well, at least you got half of them. I'm like, that's true. And a trader mentioned that he was upset or he, he said that um, he was upset because he took a bad trade. And I said, well, what do you mean you took a bad trade? He's like, well, I, I entered on the higher high, higher close, which was right here, right? And of course, you know, what do you, what do you think my next question was? He said, I entered on the higher, high, higher close instead of the double bottom. And immediately, you know, my, my, my question was, well, yeah, what, what did your, so what, did, the bad trade, did you break your rules? What did your rules say? He's like, well, no, no. My rule said, wait for the higher, high, higher close to enter. And I'm like, okay, so did you, you know, did you move targets move stops and, and i don't it wasn't a live trade i don't think just you know kind of playing around like like demo testing stuff obviously but just the still the principles i'm like well did you did you enter like before it was a technical higher high higher close did you enter late did you miss it target stops like no 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 i did everything right but if i would have entered at the double bottom i would have had a better risk reward ratio and it, it sparked a very good conversation on on kind of hindsight trading right it's easy to look at this situation, right? You have the double, the, the higher, high, higher close came right there. I think it was, it had to be the 240 because we don't have a double bottom on the four hour or on the, uh, on the 60. The higher, high, higher close came obviously here. The double bottom came at, we talked about this probably being the best place you can go for an entry. It's at the very, very bottom of structures. You're gonna get the best risk reward. So what the trader is doing is he's looking at this in hindsight and saying, well, the double bottom would have been a better entry, would have given me lower risk, it would have given me more reward. I should have waited for that. And my question for you is, it like, should the trader have waited for the double bottom? Was it a negative to take the higher, high, higher close? And the answer is no, right? 
it's easy to say that in hindsight when you can see that the double bottom was a perfect double bottom and it rallied up and blah, 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 blah. But in real life, we don't know that that double bottom is going to form. You don't know that the double bottom is going to form. You don't know that the double bottom is going to follow through. You don't know where it's going to form, right? You don't know anything. And it's important that we don't judge ourselves off of the outcome of the trade. And that's what a lot of newer traders do that get themselves into trouble. They look at how the trade played out and then they say, oh, I should have done that. Well, of course you should have done it. Everyone would have done, you know, if, if I can go back on hindsight in the chart, I would enter at the very lowest point of every single setup and take the absolute profit of every single setup. I think we would all do that, right? If we had our choice in hindsight, but that's not reality. Um, but what happens is we, this is how we get kind of into that trap. And I, I've shared this with you before about how I used to be a, both kind of a, I used to trade two different strategies that contradicted each other and, you know, each time I would change. But what happens in a situation like this, and I may or may not know from personal experience, right, is let's say you're live trading this, right? And you take the higher, high, higher close, you're fired up, higher, high, higher close, we're going up. And then the trade doesn't play out and you look, you go back and do your review and you see that the double bottom would have won. So now next time, right, that's fresh in your head. We have this recency bias, right? It's fresh in your head. Another similar setup happens. And this time, right, you get that higher, high, higher close, but do you take it? No, right? You don't take it because you're thinking about the last time. Well, last time I took the higher, high, higher close. It gave me a worse entry. It gave me more risk. The double bottom was perfect. I'm going to wait for the double bottom this time. Then all of a sudden, right, you pass up on a perfectly good trade entry. You wait for your double bottom and what never happens? The double bottom never happens. And now you look back and you're like, oh man, if I would have taken the higher, high, higher, this thing could have did a V reversal. If I would have taken the higher, high, higher close, I would have gotten involved. So now you're, now that's the new, uh, most recent thing in your head, right? And now next time you go back and you do higher, high, higher close. And next time you do the double bottom and you're bouncing all over the place, right? And you know, I have a very simple system. Right, consistent analysis plus consistent execution equals consistent results. In this example, there's not consistent execution. Now, I'm not saying that you know there there are you can have rules for you can have you you can for when to take higher high higher closes when to take double bottom stuff like that. I have rules for that. I'm talking about just kind of you know emotionally bouncing back and forth from one to the other based off the most recent outcome. And you're going to get yourself into trouble. So it's part of the bigger shift, the bigger shift. And, 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 and I spoke to a trader on the Twitter this morning about the same thing where he was like, um, I think I do a good job with analysis, but I can't execute the trades. And or I get, you know, he's talking about he gets scared and, and stuff like that. And it's just the bigger shift of, of shifting that thought process to valuing the process over the outcome, valuing the process over the outcome. And I know it's hard. It's not easy right we are outcome driven in every single aspect of life right you take a test in school right you you're, you get an f on your test your teacher doesn't go oh well you you went about it the right way no you still get an f right that's your result that's what ends up on your your transcripts your grades your report card it's the outcome that matters right but we we have we have to make that shift in in trading 
into the process. The process is much is most important. And, and what it starts with is understanding that in trading, nothing is going to work all the time, right? It's, it's not like math, right? Math works all the time. If I give you one plus one a million times, it's always going to give you the same answer. If I give you two times three, three billion times, it will always give you the same answer, right? There is a black or white, right or wrong. In trading, you can do everything right and the outcome will still be quote unquote wrong. And you could do everything wrong. I'm, I'm sure we all know traders like that who could do everything wrong. You, you all got that trader friend who's just like, yeah, I just I just bought Aussie yesterday by accident. But, you know, I'm going to stick with it because it, it feels good. And then they go on and win. And you're like, oh, but what? Right. It's a broken clock. Right. Right. Twice a day. Gambling. At some point, you're going to get a win. No matter what you do, you could have the, the dumbest blackjack strategy in the world. Dealer showing 16. I'm going to stay. What? That's a bad example because you would lose. Well, depending on what you have, obviously. But you guys get the point. You can do everything right and still be wrong. You can do everything wrong and still be right. So we have to judge ourselves on the process. It, it is, it is a, a game of probabilities. It is a game of probabilities. It's a game of probabilities and risk management. We are playing a, a, a game of, I was about to say, heads I win tells you you lose. That was the trick I used in, in uh, elementary school, the trick people out of money. Hey, uh, take this quarter, right? Heads I win tells you lose, right? If you're quick, you realize I win either way. But let's say if I every time it lands on heads, I give George a dollar. Every time it lands on tails, I uh, George gives me $2, right? I don't know the given outcome of any given flip, but I know that the odds are in my favor, right? Realistically, there's a 50% chance of heads or tails. When I win, I get more than what I lose or do I have to give George when I lose? So it's not my job to kind of switch up from saying, okay, heads this time, no tails that time, no heads this time, no tails that time, right? My judge is just to, my, my job is just to sit there and play the game all damn day. It is to sit there and play the game all damn day. It is to execute the process because the probabilities and the odds are on my favor, understanding that I won't win every time. There will be streaks where I lose. There will be streaks where I win. Ideally, we should end up with enough flips. We should end up somewhere in that range, right? Of me winning 55% or losing 45%. Either way, it's okay because that risk reward is in my favor and I'll be profitable. But if I'm bouncing around, now I'm throwing a monkey wrench in those probabilities. Ed said, heard a, heard a, heard a podcast. You listen to another podcast, Ed? How dare you? How dare you? Ah, <laughs> uh, she scares me, that girl. Um, uh, Greta. Heard a good podcast about a trader who would look at their trades. Win or loss, didn't matter. If she followed her rules that week, 100%, she would treat herself. Yeah, you, I, you have to reward yourself off of that. That's a perfect example of process over outcome. I knew a trader who, kind of the opposite, but whenever he um, took a bad trade, he had to buy his wife a present. Doesn't matter whether the trade won or lost. It was it was all execution. It was all process based. If he took good trades, he didn't have to do anything. Every time he made a trading mistake, he had to buy his wife a present. He got really good really quick. It it, it only took a couple. It, trust me, <laughs> the 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 cost of making a bad trade 
and, and what it cost for him to buy his wife that present was more than what he actually lost on the trade. So in his mind, he was like, look, let's just take these. Let's let's move away. Right. You know, our our our, our natural thing as humans. Right. Let's move away from pain and towards pleasure. Right. He 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 fed that a Red Bull. He he moved away from pain so quick and towards pleasure. He's like a kill. I don't even care if I win or lose the trade. I'm just tired of buying her stuff. She's got a very expensive appetite. <laughs> I, I said, shh, don't let my wife hear. <laughs> but yeah, that yeah, that that's I mean, we talked about this before. Even even when you when you journal your trades, right? I, I don't know how, how many of you guys are doing this, but you should. I think we talked about this at the Trader Summit we just did, um, their Navigator Summit, where you you should be in, in your trade log, right? There should not only be a note section in your trade log where you, you take notes and you know for all the stuff that's happening, but there should be a section where you grade yourself on your trades and you give yourself a score. It could be like a you know a one to five star, it could be a percentage score, but you you grade yourself on analysis, right? Execution, right? You can break that up into entry, stops, targets, management, right? And then you give yourself a grade. And instead of just looking at your PL, we're all gonna peek at the PL, you know, we're human, right? Start looking at is that is your average score trending in the right direction? Ideally, you want it to be 100 percent on every single trade, right? We're gonna make mistakes, right? And 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 that's that's human nature, right? Sometimes you're gonna be you're gonna be late to something, sometimes you're gonna you know, usually minds come in 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 forms of stops and targets. Right. I'm looking at euro yen right now and I, and I already know I'm going to I'm going to wait till the trade is over, obviously, to do a, a deep dive into it. But I'm looking at I've been glancing at euro yen and I'm, and I'm already asking myself, like, man, like, could I have picked a better profit target? Right. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's a mistake, it doesn't necessarily mean you picked the wrong profit target. Um, that could be a thing as well. But you're always trying to at least for me, my goal is always try to improve with targets and stops right that is the easiest way to tr to change my trading is to make a be a little bit more efficient with where i take profit be a little bit more efficient with where i call it quits for the trade um so you're, you're, you are going to have i don't know if you want to even call it mistakes but adjustments you can make but yeah great you should be keeping track of that especially as a newer trader keep track of your mistakes not only is it good to see the process and you start to see a correlation between like how many mistakes you made and how much money you lose, right? But you start to look at what your common errors are, right? So two things that I do when I judge myself on that is I look at the ratio. I look at my, my losses and not anymore, but this is back in the day. I would look at my losses and I would look at my evaluation. And guess what? There was a correlation between mistakes made and losing trades. Hmm. That was very important for me. It's also important to understand, are there any common errors that you're making? Right. Those should be the big red flags. What is the common error that I'm making? I, I'm consistently doing this because those end up being the number one thing that you have to eliminate. Right. Again, there are going to be some mistakes that just happen. Just human nature. It's just, you know, we 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 mess up. Right. But if there's a, a pattern of you making the same mistake, that's something that needs to be fixed. So yeah, and I think that's a, I think that's an excellent way, and 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 and, it, and what it does is, it shifts the it shifts the thought process. All of a sudden, you start value you start valuing that evaluation part a little bit more, and and you're not even worried about the trade, 
And again, it, it goes back to, you know, the trader asked me the question and, I, and I'm like, uh, I, I, did, I didn't ask, hey, did, did I, did you win? Did you lose? It's like, well, did you follow your rules? And that, that's always the first thing that I, that I spit out because I, I am, I am trained. It is ingrained in my mind to ask my, to, to ask myself and ask others process related questions first understanding that the outcome isn't irrelevant, but the outcome is out of our control. It's out of our control. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, coin, it's a, a coin flip in a sense to, to, to dumbify it.